This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms? How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, welcome everyone back to another fabulous episode of Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. And our objective is for you to be successful. So with that, as you listen, you're going to get a variety of ahas, insights, tips, how-tos for your author and publishing and book marketing success. And today's show, we're really tickled to welcome someone we've never had here before. Um, but it all ties into with your author success and your book selling success, because our topic today is all about bookstores. With us is Darren Muller, and Deller is the the contact here at the fabulous uh, number one independent bookstore, the Tattered Cover here in Colorado, who is really the the liaison, the contact who uh, local authors here reach out to help, 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 help. And also when we're dealing with all kinds of goodies and Darren knows how to reach out to bookstores, how to connect with bookstores, how to make it so successful for you in that process. So Darren, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Judith. It's a pleasure to be here. All right, so let's just kind of jump into that. Bookstores, how are you doing? Hopefully, <laughs> well, I, you know what? I'd love to say post-COVID, but we're not quite there yet. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, COVID has had a tremendous impact on the book industry and on all retail. And um, bookstores are no different. But um, at the Tattered Cover, we are really looking forward to things opening back up. Uh, we have a new ownership group um, that was... Um, uh, led by Denverites Kwame Spearman and David Back. Uh, they got a bunch of Denverites together to um, purchase the tatter cover with the sole purpose of keeping it going. And we're really, really lucky to have them. Well, we're, we are lucky to have them. Let's just say that. I mean, I, I think that the visionary... Of, of what the Tavard cover is known as and what is done under the the long ago, it seems, guidance of Joyce Meskis and her fight for mm-hmm. author and literary rights. I mean, we're just, you know, looking forward to that continuing. Um, that's great to hear. Um, <laughs> she has a really big legacy and is a wonderful person. And I just can't imagine even growing up in Denver without the Tavard cover being there. So yeah, I, can, uh, I, can, I can't either. All right, so you've had an opportunity to uh, work with authors for, oh, how many years have you been at the Tattered? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I've been um, working with our local prog- our local author program for four years. 
So you've you've seen it during really good open, no question, no holds barred time, and also this lockdown that we all went through. Um, and there are differences. There's no question. So I let's let's do the assumption here that bookstores are back in business. I think that's the best way we need to go. So what should an author think about it, really when they are initially writing their book? What what should they be doing with their local bookstores? Um, well, I think. You know, I think local bookstores are um, a portal and a way to begin to um, know more about your local author community. Um, Because anybody from a bestseller um, to a new author um, is going to have their core set of readers and followers. You know, even, you know, even, (laughs) even the most bestselling authors really care what their parents think, what their friends think. And you're always going to have that core. And it's from that core that you build forward uh, your audience. And um, going to readings and events at bookstores, we have, um, we have 500 a year uh, during, a, during normal times. It's a great way to meet new people, uh, to discover what's going on in your community, and uh, to build from that. So what you're saying is, you know, show up. <laughs> show up yeah. and yes. find out how the store operates. Is that what I'm yeah, hearing? Yeah, well, but also see what other people are doing and see what catches your interest and sink your teeth in and get involved in what you like. Um, and you'll make more friends and you'll make connections. And it'll also feed your writing because you'll be excited. And that's important to do. Let me ask you this, that um, I know that, that I've always suggested to go down into a bookstore and talk to if if there is a buyer, a specific buyer for your genre, for example, within uh-huh. the bookstore. I mean, the tattered cover has always been very uh, um, feedback oriented. I've found for authors over the years, and uh-huh. that you can check in and even get some input. Is that still going to be a possibility? Oh no, absolutely. We love it when our customers come in. We're uh, we're busier um, than we've ever been with online orders. So mm-hmm. folks might be busy, but we love engaging and talking to our customers. And it, it makes, um, you know, all of our buyers really do try to be on the sales floor um, and meeting customers. And it really is what makes the job um, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get all kinds of feedback. Um, and I just, just, I would encourage anybody to ask any sort of question. And that's kind of my role at the Tatter Cover is, you know, what questions you might have um, mm-hmm. about what to do with your book. Now, but your role primary, Darren, my understanding is you're primarily working with local authors. So that would be Colorado based or is that a region Uh you stretch out to Arizona in those or we Colorado? Right now we're focusing on Colorado. On Colorado for where you're reaching out. But but we do need to say for, since we have so many listeners all over the North America, that what we do need to say is the Tattered Cover carries a gazillion books. By the way, how many books do they carry? You know, that's a great question. (laughs) Oh, I I honestly, I honestly, well, well, it changes because Mm -hmm. um, right now we're opening two new stores. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's, it, 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 it changes. But uh, we do have 250 different sections in our store. And that's something that people don't realize sometimes is how many genres there are and how many genres there are within your genre. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there might be one where your book might do a little bit better than the other. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, for example, if you have a kid's book, we have so many different kinds of kid's books. There's um, 
you know, geography, languages, religions, um, feelings and adjustments, school, education. Um, and it can be really good to target your book to where it might do the best, but also where it might look the best compared to everything else. All right. So you've opened a wonderful door here, Darren. So let's talk about the diversity of genres, because it's not just what the Basic people have. It's all these sub areas that are around. So is there any recommendations as a bookseller um, that an author would put their categories on or would it make sense to go ahead and really do that deep dive split so you could i've I, well let me just say this i've always said that the when you put those categories out it's it's to help the bookstore know where to put your book it's to oh, yeah. help the library know where to put your book <laughs> on, on their shelves so do we say very distinctly this is my genre my shelf so you've just revealed you've got 250 <laughs> variables <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it is a, um, it's really important to look at your specific genre. And what I want to bring attention to is that your book should, should say what, we should make it clear what genre it is in uh, for someone to look at it in two seconds. And a great example of that mm-hmm. is a nonfiction book and your title and your subtitle. And if you have a really good title that's grabby, and a subtitle that really says what that book is about. And this is just an example, of course, but um, the, the customer should be able to tell what's going on with that in three seconds. Otherwise, they're not going to pick it up. And uh, that can be an issue with new authors, that they write a book, but it's kind of like science fiction, but it's, the cover is kind of science fiction, for example, but it's mm-hmm. also kind of like science. Those are two totally different things. And so it's mm-hmm. really important it's really, really important that people know exactly what your book is when they see it. Uh, all right. So I'm going to add on to this, that one of the reasons why you make uh, pre-publication visits, everybody, is you really need to go. Uh, and here's one of the questions I would ask um, a, a bookseller within a bookstore. And, and I would tell them what my title is. I would tell them where, you know, and certainly the subtitle. And Darren is so right on that you've got three, maximum seven seconds, bang, to get that book to pick me up and tell me what it's about. That's it. That's it. And so I would be I would be marching down to have a face-to-face when you can do that. And I would introduce yourself, number one. You're a local author wherever you are. I don't care if you're in Atlanta, Georgia, or Augusta, Maine, or right here in my hometown of Denver, Colorado. Introduce yourself. And then tell them what your book, your title is, and tell them what it's about in 10 seconds. Can you do that, please? And then (laughs) ask the question, where in the store would my book be placed with what I just said? They will be so helpful. They're so helpful to you. So That is a great idea, Judith, actually. Oh, oh, good. All right. No, I mean, that is, no, that is. No, that's a great idea because I think any bookseller, um, you know, we like to solve problems. And I think any bookseller would be like, oh, well, here's where you should put it. And they might actually give you some really good ideas. Oh, they will. So, you know, yeah. I, I, I totally, uh, I, I actually haul on my, 
my, my clients into bookstores and we spend an hour doing just this kind of stuff. You know, this is, this is their pre-work and, you know, Darren and I, we're going to come up to their first break here, but this is pre-work that you should know exactly who your book is for. So it, you know, what shelf it goes on and your book and cover designer is in play. Um, if you don't do it, you're going to miss sales. And a question I want to ask you is about spines when we come back. All right, Darren. Okay. All right. So this is all through you, your guide to book publishing. I'm Judith Bryles. With me was Darren Muller, and we're talking books. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author U extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author U is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author U today at AuthorU.org. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, we're talking books and booksellers and um, uh, a whole new arena. But what Darren Muller and I are talking about is really the idea of, of partnering. I'm talking about partnering with your local bookstore, which I think is a great idea, as well as your library, by the way, um, and that you get their input and the, you put and you also put yourself on their radar that the book is coming. Now, one of the, the questions I wanted to ask him, because he, he threw out the three-second deal, and it's, it's three seconds, and, and I've said this before, you've got roughly your cover is a three-to-seven hit, and I'm talking face-out covers, three-to-seven hits. So that title is The Lure, and the subtitle is, but for nonfiction books is The Promise What's Between the Covers. So... For not for fiction, you've got to have a really snappy, sassy, salty, off-the-wall cover, visual, 
to pull them in with your title with that. My question for Darren was this. Um, thinking of the three to seven second rule and that a huge amount of books are spine out in the bookstore. And if, if you could visualize with me, Darren, you're going down your yes. many gazillion shelves in your 250 sections at the tattered cover. Um, as you're looking at that, what kind of spines pop out? That's my first question. What kind of spine pops out to you when you see them? Um, I would say that a spine that you are familiar with um, and that is, well, first of all, it, it needs to be clearly designed. Um, you don't want to cram stuff in there. Yes, spines are small and it makes you want um it, 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 you know, it makes you want to, gosh, I only have so much space. Maybe I can cram more in there. I would just stick to really paying it, the, the, really paying attention to how professional books are designed because mm -hmm. people are, are, are accustomed to looking at that sort of a spine and make it simple and clear, especially your name. Because oftentimes when people are sent to a bookstore, they're looking for a particular name that they've heard about and they want to be able to see that. Um, you know, I, I, I would use, you know, blacks or reds. Um, colors that you can see from a distance. Mm. Um, and mm. yeah, and um, I would go for anything fancy so that you couldn't read it. Like, it, it might, you know, Desmonda might be your favorite font, but you can't really read it from 10 feet no. away. No, and, no, uh, no, italics are no, no, people. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's, it's important that people be able to read it and understand it right away. Um, so you know, that's... I, you know, when you, you're saying this, I'm looking over at my latest book, When God Says No, and it's got a, you know, a longer subtitle, but it's not on the deal. But When God Says No, and then my name, it is clearly, clearly visible, and I am looking at it 10 feet away. Clearly visible. So keep that in mind, everyone. Bold. I think we're talking about a bold, yes. boldness on your spines. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that... That's kind of what I saw in my mind when I was thinking about what I'm seeing, you know. Okay, so let's go on. To the second part of that question is that our <laughs> statement was, so um, how should they look? And then if we only have this short time, and this is especially for nonfiction, fiction is not the issue, for nonfiction authors, they typically, I would say 98% of the time, have a subtitle of some yeah. sort. All right, so do we try to as bold as we can get that subtitle in there too, since that could be what the real book is about. Right. I think that, you know, I think that it's important that you're decisive. Like if, for example, you really do need um, a three line subtitle because say your book is very complicated. Okay. But maybe on the, maybe on the jacket, you have a smaller version of that. Maybe, you know, maybe there's a way that you can condense it into, um, you know, oh, just saying the first half of it, if that's enough. So it's kind of a tease. You don't have to reveal the whole line, but enough that it, it does the tell. Yes. And that is better than it being so crammed in that it looks awkward. Um, always go with elegance over, um, over cramming things in. All right, so I'm going to now re-support what he's saying. This is when you want a professional book designer involved. Exactly. <laughs> Please. 
and not just a professional book designer, but also one that you think does one that you really like, Mm -hmm. you know, one that's done great things that have succeeded, you know, um, I think they are uh, working with a great designer is, is completely makes a difference between a book taking off and it not. Exactly. That that's exactly right. All right. So let's let's kind of shift gears. I mean, I know a little bit about the tattered cover. I know that you've got the, a special program that you're heading up. I'm suspecting that other bookstores um, around the country and world also have different kind of programs or some method of how they bring in books of local authors. Would that be safe to say? Yes. Um, okay. So let's talk yeah. about that. Let's let's get into that. Um, I, let's share what you do with it at the Tattered Cover, um, but also with suggestions of what authors should do when they are getting ready to approach. What should they have available um, to make it painless in the process? How's that sound? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a great question. So that's a really good question. And hopefully I'll answer it in a painless way. Um, Uh (laughs) um, I I think the the number one thing is that the person reading your your submission, the person reading your pitch should be able to to find your book online um, on your website or or available online. Um, it doesn't have to be published yet, but they should be able to find information about your book immediately in a few seconds by clicking on something. Um, Cause that's the first thing that I do when I get a pitch is that I look the book up online. So that would be either the author's website. You give it to that, maybe your website, or do you go to the gorilla in the sky, um, Amazon, and you can find it there and read about it. Or what do you do? What do you, where do you go? Um, I first look for the author's website that is because that tells me so much about the author and the book, um, and the amount of investment that they have in it and, and, and their potential is, is the first thing I look at is the website is the author's website if they have it. Okay. And, um, so that's extremely important. And if I, and if I don't, if they don't have a website, I look for it at our distributor. Um, and so it's, it's important that it's um, distributed somewhere online, uh, whether that's through Ingram, uh, whether that's Amazon, whether that's just somewhere. It's very important that it's distributed somewhere. Um, that can be very helpful. Um, I think, so, I mean, I think the most important thing is just that you make all of the information um, available really clearly uh, in your pitch so that the person looking at it doesn't have to dig to find out your book um, and where they can, and where they can order it from. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. So, and then, so that's when they call, are they calling you? Are they emailing you? Are they uh, walking in the uh, store? What are they doing? <laughs> what are they, <laughs> what do we do? Emails Emails are the best. Um, uh, you know, uh, people in bookstores are very busy, and um, it's wonderful to get an email. Um, I I really prefer emails, and I prefer emails that aren't sent from an email service like um, Mailchimp or Blue Mail. It's I just prefer an old-fashioned email 
that's just my own personal preference, but I think email is the best way to contact, um, to contact people. Um, yeah. Okay. So we've got that and you've, you've checked them out. All right. Then what, what's going to happen next? Let's, um, say, let's say I'm interested. All right. So what's right. going to happen next? Well, um, I, I'm interested and very excited if I'm finding out about it three to six months at least before it publishes. That is extremely important. Um, if you can to let a bookstore know about your book um, before the publication date. Um, and that is because most bookstores in the country structure their events around books that have just published and they structure their marketing around that. So if they have some lead time, this three to six months. Yes. All right. So what, so now, now I'm going to loop back in. This is why you all need to get in and find out the who's who in the bookstore that you want to work with yes. because, because they need to, you walk in and show them the cover. You walk in to do those things. Uh, you let them know where they are on um, on online that they could visit your book. And and I'm going to say this to all of you: if your goal is to work with a bookstore, you have to be prepared to drive people to that bookstore. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one -on -one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Congratulations on getting your book published. The effort you put into your work is truly commendable. But what's next? What will happen to all the knowledge you have worked so hard to acquire to produce your book? Here at Toginet Radio, we can provide you a platform to keep your knowledge working for you through the power of podcast. The subjects our podcasts cover are as varied as the grains of sand on a beach. From life coaching, to military resources, to business success, even to the paranormal. We have a place for everyone. To get started on your next step, call Scott at 903-787-5880 or email him at scott at toginetradio.com that's s-c-o-t-t at t-o-g-i-n-e-t r-a-d-i-o dot com Welcome back to your guide to book publishing 
everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're talking about bookstores with me is Darren Muller, and he is the local author, which means Colorado, where I'm based, for the Tattered Cover. And the Tattered Cover has, oh, Darren, how many stores now? Um, We are going to have five um, by the summer. I'm sorry, that's six. Six. And does that include the stores in the airports? Uh, No. Um, We have uh, three stores in the airports, but um, that does not include those. All right, so that it's it's been around for a long, long time. Well known. They've always um, supported the local authors, and they have huge events. I've been at events with, you know, fifteen hundred people waiting to hear the words of Madeleine Albright, for example. Um, so they do those kind of events too. So let me continue on. So what you said. Send an email. Would that be typical for most bookstore? And is it to do? Do you call the bookstore and ask who the manager is, or who the book buyer is, or who? Do, what do you ask? Um, you know, nationwide, uh, there has been such an, an explosion in uh, print-on-demand publishing, and you know, nationwide, um, I believe you know most independent bookstores are used to working with local authors, and so I would contact a local bookstore and ask if they have somebody who works with local authors. Okay, that that's the first question. First yeah. question, do you work with local authors, one? And two, is there someone specific in the store who does that? Would that be correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm a local author, and I'm wanting to speak to someone about my book. All right, yeah. so you find out who that person is. You send them an email. Um, and what is it that you want to see quickly? Besides, you want to see what their online link is, where they're available? What else? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I want to know what the book is about, and I want to know what genre it is, mm-hmm. and I, I want to know the retail price. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know a bio. Uh, uh, probably, you know, um, the shorter the bio, the better. Um, actually, I tend to found that, prof- that professionals have shorter bios than newer authors, uh, but a short bio. And if you do have blurbs from other writers or from um, places that review books, those are great to include. Also, any awards. So I just said a lot there, but all of those things are what I look for <laughs> because it helps me know what I'm looking at. All right. So we're talking about a book, though, when you just threw in awards, etc., and blurbs, right. often those come post-publication. They're not pre-publication. Well, right. That's right. Um, all right. All right. So, what's the bad bad width? I I don't. That's the right word to use. The, the life of a book. How old can a book be to reach out to a local store and ask them if they will carry it? Um, it's really good to that it's within the year that it's published. That's okay. really important. All right. So, connect published year. Mm-hmm. All right. So maybe in this query letter that you you email that you send to uh, the the Darren lookalike <laughs> that, <laughs> that that you will let the, you put include your year of publication, um, uh-huh. so they don't have to go down the rabbit hole trying to find that out. 
on that. Also, you mentioned uh, before we went to our break, uh, the marketing plan. And I wrote that down. What do you want to see in a marketing plan? Um, I, I want to see that. Um, th- I primarily want to see that the author understands that in order for their book to do well, that, you know, there needs to be marketing. That's very important mm-hmm. um, that the author understands that because, you know, primarily, like I also look at an author as a customer and I want that person to be happy and I want them to know what's required. Um, you know, a marketing plan can be, include your website and it can include, can include events and signings that you, ha- that you have planned. Um, and it can also include, you know, if, if you've reached out to, um, to even your local neighborhood newspaper, even an article there can help you out um, or, or to a podcast. So mm-hmm. that, that's kind of an outline of an effective marketing plan. So you want to know what they're going to do to let it be known to the public that yes. their book is alive and well. Yes. Um, and of course, say it's available at your bookstore. <laughs> and, and that is the single best thing that you can do is to say, hey, my book now is at, is at our local bookstore. And um, I'm not saying that because it makes a great advertisement for us. I'm saying that because like it actually really works. Because people are like, oh my gosh, your book is at this store that I really like. I'm going to go there and buy it. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And it's, it works. Always fun. And people do want to support the local establishments right now, especially, uh, you know, since 2020 uh, dropped on us, that people do mm-hmm. want to support their, the independent fill-in-the-blank, whatever it is. So this is a great time um, to do that, at least my opinion. Well, tell us about, you've got a special program, and I, everyone, that uh, the bookstore that Darren is connected with is, is called the the Tattered Cover, and the website is tattered, like E-D, tatteredcover.com. Now, you have, I know there's more to a forward slash, but I'm assuming if they went on the website, there would be a tab or a, a badge of some sort that they could uh, click on if they were a local author? Uh, yes, we have a local author page. Uh, you can click on services. Mm-hmm. And then it'll appear under our Colorado Author Consignment Program. Uh Uh-huh. And the URL is tatteredcover.com forward slash local dash authors. All right. So there you go. And that if you're not a Coloradan, that I'd recommend that you go and look at it anyway to just kind of get a feel um, because Tattered Cover is a, a visionary in working with authors and what they've done on promotion and marketing over the decades. And that it's, it's like, you know, what goes Tattered Cover and other, you know, premier bookstores around the country, so do the others follow up. So you can see what's going on and what they're looking for and what the questions they ask that will help formulate, you know, whether you're in, you know, live in a tiny community with just a little teeny bookstore um, or you're going into the big city, how to best work with it. So and that's what I would do. Go to the tatteredcover.com with that and take advantage of it. All right. So. What else is out here when there, let's talk about events and what kind of events do, do, do could an author dream up 
<laughs> How's that sound? <laughs> what kind of fans can an author dream up and pitch? <laughs> um, well, the ones that I found that were successful did quite a lot of events. Um, and I would say that it's important to have a launch for your book first. I mean, that's a very important type of event to consider. It's a way to celebrate your book. You might even be able to do it at a restaurant or bar or park um, or other public place mm -hmm. and to invite all of your friends and let them know about it and celebrate it. Read some of it. Talk to people what it's about. People really, really like it. And mm -hmm. it's hard for authors to do that because we don't, sometimes we don't tend to be um, really extroverted. But uh, that's a great idea. Um, and also, it's important to contact uh, your local library and ask, hey, uh, do you have any events for local authors? And if they say we don't, or if they say yes, we do, say thank you so much. I am a local author. Um, and even if they don't have events, say I'm a local author and I have a book coming out in a few months. And I was wondering if I could do an event for my book at your library. Um, that is a great way to start the conversation. And some libraries might even pay you an honorarium to do it. Schools can also be that way. You can ask about, hey, do you do local author school visits? That's another opportunity. Also, community organizations like um, Rotary, Lions Club, whatever you're into, um, your place of worship. Um, there might be places that have community organizations where your book can become a part of it. And, and you can offer it. You can do all kinds of goodies uh, with it. You can make it a benefit even, which I kind of like yeah. to do, you know, on those oh, kind of things. Um, and yeah. donate back um, and, you know, donate back or find out if they have a special, a special fill in the blank going on <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah. see if you can hook onto that and be part of that. All right. So yes. what are what are some of the events um, within the author signing? I know I've done many author signings over the years at the Tattered um, and that and, and that program has also evolved. And it used to be, you know, it used to be that the Tattered did a lot of the work to get people in. But I think the expectation is that the author is going to be bringing people in. Am, am I correct? Um. You know, yes. And, and some of that, too, is the way that our society has changed. Um, yep. We're becoming more online and people don't go out as much as they used to. And it takes work to get people to come out. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, it's it's important. Like we do everything that we can. Um, but it's also important that, you know, an author spreads the word uh, by word of mouth, uh, through emails, through letters, also social media, Facebook is incredibly important um, mm -hmm. as a way of, of getting the word out and also following up. And it can seem rudimentary, but I think it's good to let people know at least a month in advance, follow up in two weeks and follow up the week of. And also in some aspect of your follow-up, you don't have to ask for an RSVP, but it's good to think about, hey, let's get a commitment. Um, it's good to like say, you know, hey, are you going to come? Um, and that, that that can help you with your follow-up and making sure that people do turn out. Oh, I asked for RSVPs. <laughs> yeah, it's important because then it, then people who read it realize, okay, I can't just read this and then go on to do something else. Like I need to like let them know if I'm coming or not. And I really like this person. So I want them to know I'm coming. Mm -hmm. It gives them something to do. And also the bookstore, you want to make sure the bookstore has books 
Um, if yeah. you're doing a virtual, I mean, if you're doing that, um, I, I would love to, we're going to take our final break here, Darren. I would love to have you kiss on the the virtual book event. Okay. Because um, I know, I believe you've done several of them and that some people are wondering, does it work? How does it work? Maybe that's a better question. How does it work? And then okay. does it does it work? <laughs> so how do you set up? And then we come back. All right, we'll be right back, everyone. It's Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. I'm Judith Bryles. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Bookstores, 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 bookstores. They are often the fabric of the community um, for, you know, especially I, I always loved it when I was at a bookstore and the kiddos, the kiddo hour on Saturday morning. <laughs> These little kids come <laughs> bouncing in 
And doing that, I know that I've been at events um, with author signings with some of the authors I worked with, and they actually would come and poll our authors, can you come back and do something for our kids? So it was way fun. So bookstores are very important. Don't don't uh, think just because so much is done online that you don't need them, because I think you do. I think you do. So we are talking with uh, Darren Muller, who is the um uh, connector at the tattered cover here, my big independent local here in Colorado. And I wanted him to talk a little bit about the idea of a, a virtual event. How, do, how does it work? How does it work? Uh, and how successful are they? And then I want to go through kind of a recap of, all right, so your pre-book, you're, you know, you're getting ready to give birth. What should you be doing, if anything? And then secondly, once you have your book in hand, uh, what should you do if you hadn't done any pre-birth stuff? Uh, what should you do right now? Okay, Darren. So let's talk virtual. What's up? Yeah, um, we've, we started doing virtual events a few years before the pandemic. We had a couple of virtual signings. Mm -hmm. um, now we are doing exclusively virtual events until sometime this summer when we're hoping to restart once it's deemed safe. Um, you know, um, it's good to not write off virtual events. In some ways, people prefer them because they can attend them in the privacy of their own home. Um, and I, I believe that they can be incredibly successful um, because people can attend and they, you can, and can even meet with you after you present your book. I think that's an incredibly important component to include is that you meet with individuals who are attending after um, during the Q&A and sign books. Well, wait a sec. Wait a sec, Darren. You said you're going to meet with them, but we're virtual. We're in La La Land here and sign books. So expand on that, please. Yes. Um, I think it's important for your virtual event to have a Q&A at the end, a question mm -hmm. and answer period where mm -hmm. um, people attending can interact with you. And then as part of that interacting, uh, you, you can sign, you sign a book for them that'll be sent to them after the event. Another way to do it is that before the event, um, the ticket for the event includes a copy of the book. And, ah, uh, I love that. Love that. That is extremely successful. And I really recommend it. Um, you know, you sign up to see the event and you get a book and it's signed and it's all taken care of before the event happens. Um, it's good to not, uh, that if you are doing it, to get a professional Zoom account that can host more than 50 people or to partner with a bookstore or another organization that has a successful um, virtual series. Oh, I love this idea. Actually, my Zoom account, I can do 500, but. Um, Wonderful. Uh, yeah, but so hey, listen, my ears have really perked up, really perked up here. So I'm thinking of like I have actually I was going to have a special refined edition. I wasn't even going to sell in bookstores of the of uh, but almost like a classic edition of my memoir because we added 20 more pages to it um, mm -hmm. and, and did that. And I'm trying to think, OK, Darren, you and I need to talk afterwards. Um, because I wasn't even going to put it in a distributor, period. I'm, I'm just going to, what events I am out or I'm speaking or people say, oh, we yep. want that book. But this could be maybe an ideal thing to do an event, to pre-buy, because people want it. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be with the old French flaps, you know, it's going to be embossed. Yeah. It's going to, I mean, it's, it's really gussied up. <laughs> uh -huh. The special edition. 
It's a special yeah. edition. It's exactly yeah. right. It's a special edition. And um, but I love that idea of doing this. So you do you you set up the virtual event, you do you 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 know, you share, you read, you insights, whatever, you have your QA on it, mm-hmm. and that you're doing it literally. The author is sitting with a boatload of books and they're signing them and then you send them out to them. Is that what happens? Yep. I love this idea. It can be very successful. I love this idea. Okay. So everybody, um, there's, there's kind of a hook to doing the virtual, but, but the, the, but, but the premise that Darren dropped in here was everyone who is attending it's a ticket event and they get a copy of the book with it so basically it's a it's the the event is going to be what the price the retail price of the book is is that correct would that be my assumption um yeah that's a good strategy or five dollars more or Mm -hmm. you know or a couple dollars less you know it's that i really leave that up to the individual um but yeah that's a great idea well, if you're shipping the books out, you're not. I'm assuming you're not adding shipping onto it. That would be inclusive. Would yeah, that... I think it's good to do a little something like that because you know you want to make it. Um, you want to make your audience feel like they're getting something special from you too. Well, I th- I think that's a home run idea. Okay, so uh, everyone <laughs> start start thinking about that. And so let me also say for your old timers who you know your books are. Um, um, well, Darren has said that they want books that are less than a year or a, a year in the publication year. Is that correct? When you're old yes. or new authors? Um, okay. Because of the pandemic, um, mm-hmm. you know, we happen to be considering stuff all the way back to 2019. And I think you'll probably find other bookstores will as well. Mm-hmm. But it's really good to still focus in the future on your publication year. Okay, so let's say your book is over two years old, so it's getting long in the tooth. And mm-hmm. that, and with that, for those of you, you could all put something together like this. This is a great idea to do a virtual catch-up, a happy hour. You know, I, I just had a huge big birthday party with 100 people on. I wish I'd thought of this, Darren. I had the wrong conversation. Too late. <laughs> so, that would have been great. All right. So with, with that said, um, let's talk about, let's do a recap. Pre-book. Pre-book, everybody. These are the steps that you should do in reaching out to your local bookstore. All right, Darren, start reeling them off. Um, it's, good to, it's good to reach out three three to six months ahead. It's good, it's good to make sure that uh, your book can easily be found, either attach a sell sheet or have a link to your website or to where it's distributed. Um, and it's good to include a bio about yourself, a brief description of the book, the sales price, and really what, what genre it is. So that immediately when the person looks at your email, um, in a couple of minutes, they're going to know what they're looking at. So it seems to me, if you're going to have a sell sheet, by golly, you ought to put have the ISBNs on it, and you ought to have the prices on yes. all of that right there, so people make it Absolutely. easy. Okay, what else? <laughs> um, it's also, you made me realize one, one thing, you know, is mm-hmm. that if you are carried by another bookstore in town or by mm-hmm. another independent bookstore, it's good to mention that, because I'm going to... I, I admit it. I'm going to give a, a pitch a second look if I see that they're carried at other bookstores um, because I want our bookstore to compete well with other bookstores. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a great thing to include. It's also great to include your events if you're on any podcasts um, and your social media too, if you're doing that. And your social media. Do you, do you want to know not only what platforms, do you want to know how many followers they have? Is that helpful to you? Yeah, it certainly is helpful. It's very helpful, especially if you have a lot of followers. It's good for us to know that. And also, it's also good to follow up after a week, um, after a couple of weeks. Um, sometimes bookstores can get really busy. Well, let's hope so. All right. So that's, <laughs> that's pre. All right. So um, we've given birth. All right. So basically, you're going to need all of the above, I'm assuming. Anything uh-huh. else? Anything else to add to it? Um, you know, it's, I think it's good to, you know, um, let me see. I think it's good also too, if you're also interested in having an event, uh, to let a bookstore know that you would love to have an event with them. Um, because in general, um, you, uh, books sell a lot more, um, and the majority of their sales are during events. Mm-hmm. So that's a very important component. Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't matter if it's in person or virtual. Yeah, no, it, it's, I, you know, either way, we're hoping, I think either way, you know, and I think it's good to like express that you'd be interested in either way. Mm-hmm. As you move it along. Well, I mean, you really got me thinking um, about what I might want to do with the new baby that's coming, you know, and then I'm, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm working on a book on book marketing. So I've got that to, to play okay. around with. All right. So we've got the, the, the bio. You need a sell sheet, which should have your book cover on it, by the way, everyone. A short bio about you. I would have a few bullets with some of the, uh, that if, if it's a nonfiction, um, uh, who the audience is. You want, do you want the genres on this sell sheet, by the way? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So the genres, Absolutely. so they know where you, you, you know, yep. you hang out and fit. Um, and, and what else, what else, am I missing anything on here? Um, you know, that, that really covers it. Um, I think blurbs are really important too. I think it's really important, um, for writers to get blurbs from other writers or from other, um, publications that do reviews if you can. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm not, when, when I say reviews, I'm not necessarily talking about your Amazon reviews. I'm Mm -hmm. talking about people who have read your book and have gotten something out of it. And one or two of those can be so helpful. Even if it's someone I've never heard of, if I'm like, wow, they're a professor of philosophy at XYZ college that I really like. I'm going to look at your book differently. Yeah. And remember everyone, a blurb is not 12 paragraphs. A blurb is like a line, something that pops out. All right. With that, we are at the end of the show. So Darren Muller from the Tattered Cover, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me on air, Judith. I really appreciated it. My pleasure. All right, everyone. Thank you for spending your hour with us. Your authoring and publishing success is always, always, always up to you. So remember that your words matter. So let's get them out and support it. Happy publishing. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. 
You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network.